0: What's happening, folks? Today I am joined by the most violent of criminals. His name is Josh Alexander. He's 16 years old. He was expelled from his Catholic school in Canada and then arrested for crimes such as speaking out against gender confused dudes who want to visit and use chicks' bathrooms, also for handing out Bibles on public street corners. All of this is outrageous. I can't believe you. Josh, where do you get off this audacity, bro?
1: Uh, I guess just as a born again Christian, we naturally have to be rebels in this uh, day and age. So, um, yeah, that's where the audacity comes from. It's it's faith and it's boldness, and it uh, it's something that we're lacking in our in our generation, especially.
0: Fantastic response. We're gonna get all to it. This is the John Lovell Show. we get in too deep. It's time for our shameless plug. John, today you're going to tell us about rifle accessories. Tell us about it we got all the goodies on our warrior poet website guys so if it's on there it's been curated by me and i'm saying this is a fantastic bang for your buck it's not necessarily the most expensive or the least expensive it's just the stuff that you'll wish you had after you buy the crap that you're currently mulling over i really love unity mounts you'll notice that this optic is way high up we sell these unity mounts on our website you can also do things like magnification where you can look under it and there's iron sights built in this short sight radius but it's there Uh, but this allows you to have more of a heads up shooting style I have the higher mount, Paul, our training director does, some of our other instructors and assistant instructors, we're all running these incredibly high unity mounts, and so get one of these on our website, also the optics on the site, you want to check those out, those have been vetted to be the best bang for your buck, also we've got our rifle slings, our QD attachment points, our weapon lights, all the stuff that you find on the site are really good to go, we'd appreciate the support, you gotta get the stuff anyway, and uh, we'd appreciate it you shopping with us. So that's our shameless, shameless plug. Thanks so much for coming on, man. We'd love to have you We've been following what's happened to you up in Canada with just wide open gaping mouths cannot believe what's going on there. Can you give our listeners those who haven't run into you before a little bit of an overview of what's happened to you and why all this stuff was brought about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I guess it would have all started in November of 2022. I was uh, attending a Catholic high school. Um, well, actually, I guess if we went even before that, I was at a the public education system. Um, I went there after I was homeschooled up until grade seven. Uh, and then the the mandates rolled around and all that. And uh, I ended up being very active, um, helping out with the student walkouts and solidarity the Freedom Convoy across the nation um, in our high school. But uh, anyways, it was obviously not a very popular thing to do in Canada at the time, and uh, me and my, my buddies uh, kept getting suspended and kicked out of school um, until the end of the year when the mandates were finally withdrawn. Uh, so I decided to go to the Catholic Board, where I have recently found myself making some headlines um, after uh, some female students um, approached me and expressed their concern regarding males who were in their private spaces, like change rooms and washrooms and whatnot, and uh i addressed the principal and some teachers about this it came up in class debates and i uh, i ended up quoting mark ten six 6 um, to back my theory that there are in fact only males and females and uh, i uh, stated why they should be separated and it was a safety concern um, anyways long story short i was uh, kicked out of the school um, and put under investigation for expulsion um, and it was uh, during that investigation that they came out with their allegations against me which were one quoting Mark ten six, and the other that was saying uh, male breastfeeding was um, uh, pedophilia uh, when when two uh, teachers were promoting that in the classroom. So after all that, uh, I waited for several well, I guess it was a couple months. Uh, I was out of class, um, and uh, I failed four courses um, in that time period. Um, and it was at that point I talked to my lawyer. I talked to my family, and I said, "Look, I'm uh, I've done nothing wrong." Um, I feel like, I know that all the students in the school are watching this situation very closely and they're all afraid to speak up and I feel that I should return. Um, I feel by complying with this exclusion order I'd be condoning it and uh, so I decided not to comply with it and I attended my uh, woodshop class which ended up uh, resulting in my arrest when the uh, the principal brought me into the office, um, stood in front of the exit and waited for Ontario Provincial Police to arrive who then arrested me on trespassing charges, um, and that was, that was the main summary of the school, and since I've been uh, kicked out, um, I've just been, I've, well, I'm taking my school to the Ontario Court of Appeal, the Human Rights Tribunal, um, and I'm also, uh, well, I've got a couple other cases going on now after some um, recent activism, because, I mean, I'm out of school, and I feel that uh, there's, there's a student voice that's missing in our nation, and well, not just our nation, I'm an American as well, and I see it all across the world. Um, there, there's no students willing to stand up, no, no one willing to speak about the atrocities that are happening behind closed doors in the education system, so um, I've taken this opportunity to travel the country and speak, to school, uh, speak um, outside of schools and meet with hundreds of students, and uh, we're, we're starting to see a lot of change.
0: Uh, Help me wrap my head around this. I'd expect the government schools, the public education system, to be able to endorse wild, crazy gender ideology and whatever else poison they want to put out. But you're talking about a Catholic school. You're talking about this is supposed to be Christian values, and I've seen a few glimpses of this, even in the United States, where it's not just government schools, but where some of these Christian schools are being overthrown by this gender ideology, this woke stuff, and jettisoning stuff like Bible. You said you'd men- uh, mention the book of Mark to your president and to your school board, and wh- what happened there? How was how it rebuffed? Or are they just completely taking Bible, throwing it out, and saying yay for woke stuff instead, or did they have a theological rationale for what was going on how did that conversation go how are schools are christian schools falling to this ideology as well
1: yeah so um i myself i'm not a catholic i'm a born-again christian but i was at a catholic school and i would have expected that their uh, their belief system would more so align with what i believe in other than the atheistic public board right um so when i went uh, there i was shocked on the first day. Like I never knew much about Catholicism, but when they st- when my math teacher started talking about how the entire creation story was just uh, it was kind of made up and it was um, all a figure of speech, and uh, and then like I, I just every day I realized how little um, doctrine was left in the in the education system, and that's obviously because of the public funding that they're now receiving, um, and they're clearly catering to that. But uh, yeah, when I when I ended up quoting scripture to back my point um, in a Catholic school, they they said that it was um, bullying because there was um, um, identifying students in that class who were offended by it. And they said they felt uncomfortable in my presence. So, uh, yeah, they said that I was bullying students by uh, expressing my beliefs. And uh yeah, that's why I've been um, under uh, investigation now for, I guess, something like seven months.
0: Incredible. So I've had this experience. I wonder how much of this experience you've had as well, whether you're going to a public school, a government school, or whether you're going to a private Christian school. How often have you found teachers go out of their way to go out of their lane? You said your math teacher wanted to talk About the creation narrative and to be able to overthrow that toward more of a nihilistic worldview, which one could beg the question, what does that have to do with basic mathematics? The answer, of course, is nothing. But I remember I had an information systems class and this guy. Every single class wanted to have some big rant on climate change. And that had nothing to do with computer, just nothing. He just wanted to talk about it. And I found that over and over to be true, especially in college How often have you experienced uh, faculty jumping out of their lane to press an antithetical ideology
1: on you? It's, it's nearly nonstop. Um, And again, like this, so the Catholic board has a lot of students that aren't even Catholic in it, such as myself. Um, So when we were, when we were in there, the teachers kind of just say whatever they want to say, they throw any sort of Catholic or even Christian uh, tradition out the window. Um, and they go on personal tirades. I remember my first five minutes at the school. Um, I, was, you know, I was the new kid at the school. Um, I had already had a bit of a reputation for what had happened at the Freedom Convoy and in the schools and whatnot, and uh, I sit down in my law class. Um, I don't know anybody there, and the teacher starts off by saying that uh, she's introducing the law class and says that um, the Freedom Convoy was uh, illegal, and uh, starts attacking all that, and I'm thinking, wait a second, slow down. Uh, I, know, like, I know that there were kids in that class that had to have been there because the Supreme Convoy was only like 45 minutes up the road, right? And uh, so I speak up, nobody even knows my name. I just go, wait a second, you're a law teacher. You should know that this hasn't even gone through the courts yet. Um, you can't say it was illegal. Um, but, and uh, I said that I was involved in it, and I said, I'm sure there was a lot of nefarious behavior from certain drunken individuals. Um, as there always is with any sort of activism, right? But uh, as a whole, it would stay peaceful for three weeks. And uh, that ended up sparking a nonstop conflict um, for all the time that I was at that school. Every single day, me and that teacher would, respectfully, but we would debate nonstop. And uh, the class would watch that, and it ended up happening in all of my classes where I just realized how much indoctrination is going on. And they, like, no, no students actually stopped to question it until they get that first voice. Um, And when I when I would finally say something like this is wrong, uh, students, well, some of them would either get mad at me um, or the other ones would go, wait a second, he actually has a point and you actually get them to start to critically think.
0: There's a lot of well-meaning parents. This is in the United States. This is also in Canada and they don't like the government school system. They want to do really well for their kids and send them to a great place. Oftentimes that means sending them to something like private school. And the idea is, is this private school will mirror the values that they have. But once a student is inside that, you know, inside that bubble, uh, parents are out doing their parent things and work and whatnot, they don't really have much visibility in. Now, when Corona happened, we got some visibility, and that's why so many Tens of millions of families opted to not go back to public school or private school, for that matter, and instead they chose to homeschool because we got some type of visibility, right? Uh, I'm seeing more and more of what's behind the veil, both in government schools and in private schools. But for your part, you saw a private Catholic school that had been overrun by this ideology, right? Um, What would you say to parents that— They've got their kids in a school, and to us, there's the temptation to think, oh, it's bad stuff is always happening somewhere across the world. It surely isn't our school. Our school is good. What would you say to some of these parents, coaching them in your cautionary tale of like, hey, you need to jump in and, and ask these questions of the school board, or this is how you can ferret out whether your school is actually undermining your values like my school was, How would you coach them? How can we know that our school that we are trusting isn't secretly being a harbinger for this woke stuff?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, one of the, like I said earlier, I was homeschooled and I, I thoroughly, um, I I appreciate that. And, uh, I, I can't thank my parents enough for that because obviously it, it has a serious effect, um, when you actually get to learn how to think and not what to think. And, uh, so I would definitely um, encourage parents to embrace homeschooling. But I get that that's not an option for everybody. And, uh, I mean, all parents have to do is inquire about what their kid's being taught. Um, it's really not that, like, it, it's not hard for a parent to figure out what's going on. It's just that nobody cares at this point. They don't um, try. No they don't ask. ask them, they don't know. Um, so uh, what I often see is, Um, Just kids that go to school for the five days, they'd have no relation with their parents because that's what our culture has turned into, right? That's our society is completely backwards and messed up. So uh, there's just no care there. And uh, yeah, I mean, and then when you do, um, on the rare occasion, get a smart kid that is willing to say something, um, more often than not, the thing that stops them is their parents. They're afraid that their parents will get mad because they're going to miss out on their they're going to get a bad grade or they're going to fail school or, um, and it's just all this fear mongering. And uh, we really need some supportive parents that need to recognize the seriousness of the situation we're in right now and uh, encourage their kids to stand up.
0: That's great. So I've noticed you don't want to be one of either of these two things. One is to be a brave idiot. And number two, a smart coward. And it seems like intelligence, Bob, in and of itself, is just not enough. You can be really smart, but you don't stand for the right stuff. You may know something's going wrong, but you're just afraid and you let that fear win. Or you're super brave, but you go about things in a really stupid and unwise way, and so that you don't get any traction, you don't build any movement, you mean to stand and make a difference, but you end up just making a mess. We want to be smart and we want to be brave, so wise and courageous at the same time. I think you've gained popularity both from people who support you and people who despise you because you're that wonderful harmony of you're wise, far beyond your years. Now you're 17, wise beyond your years, and you're brave. And I think that in a lot of ways shames folks that are much older than you of like already you got a rap sheet and you're standing for something and you're you're able to articulate what you believe in. I'm curious, as you've stood out and you were that lone voice for a while uh, in your classes, what has that done with your personal relationships, your family relationships, your peers in class and just in the spheres you hang out with? Because when somebody stands up like you've done, it forces everyone to either uh, join your side or to go against you. And you'd said in class people would get mad at you or they would join you. Right? So how have people by and large been reacting to you? And what's been the fruit, uh, both good and bad, of your objection and protest?
1: Well, yeah. So I would say as far as peers go, um, I wouldn't, I don't have a single relationship from the school I was at or any of the schools I've been at. Um I don't. Uh, uh, so, I never really. So
0: sorry. That, that's incredible. Let me interrupt you. No staff and no students spoke up. Correct. Did, none. Zero percent.
1: Yeah. Not a single staff member has spoken up on the day of the protest. There was approximately a hundred kids that were going to join me, right? Um, and then what ended up happening is they suspended me two days before the protest took place um this was the this was the walkout outside of my school i don't know if i got to that but it was basically they refused to listen to my complaints they refused to listen to the female students complaints and i said okay well we're, we'll do a protest we'll put it on the media and see what they do then um,
0: because so, dudes were using the girls bathroom yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, um so i i decided to organize this protest um and i i promoted it everywhere it was doing quite well it was actually getting a lot of attention and uh they uh, suspended me two days leading up to the protest. Um, and then while I was not allowed to be in school, they went around class to class and get, threatened the kids and told them it would ruin their reputations if they were with me. They wouldn't be allowed to get on the bus to go home if they joined my protest, all sorts of stuff. Um, and, uh, so what was looking to be like a hundred or more students walking out with me turned out to be, it was something like 10 or 15. And, uh, then there was, there was uh, over 100 people that had been bussed in from the cities that were like three hours away. Um, there, was a un- there was a union there. Um, and since my, my own parents' work union has showed up to protest me with their logos and sent emails out to my parents telling them to go protest against me and whatnot. So um, yeah, there's a lot of funding into the counter-protests and a lot of fear-mongering towards anybody that would uh, consider supporting me. And then there's also the kids that would have supported what I said, um, in class, but they're very short sighted. Right. And, uh, now that I haven't been in school for however many months, um, they just get to see what's on the mainstream media about me. And, uh, they start to believe the, the, the lies that are, um, put out there by the, the, the woke, uh, organizations. You know, I've
0: noticed cowardice is easy to rationalize of like, you know, something's wrong and you say, that is wrong and, and someone should stand up against it. But you're like, ah, oh, but you know, what would be wiser is if I waited and I got to this other position, I went ahead and graduated and then I could come back and then you get the degree and uh, then I'll be able to. And so we keep delaying or excusing why we're not standing for something today, right? Uh, what have people counseled you in that you have obviously just ignored as you're like, hey, Josh, you're a bright kid just be a little quieter about this and then you can go on and accomplish bigger things. And then from that bigger platform, then you could use it of like, you seem to be just throwing caution to the wind. Don't you care about your future? Aren't you torpedoing your future and doing all this? What did you say to those kind of voices?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously I get quite a bit of that, whether it's uh, at the school, in public, at my own workplace, Um, there's a lot of people that even if they do agree with me they say yeah you're obviously right there's only two uh, there's only male and female right but uh, they'll say why have you gone this far about it why are you so stubborn Um, and they just think I'm a a moron for doing that but uh, the the fact of the matter is I've grown up in a culture a society where traditional masculinity has been totally destroyed Um, and uh, I mean there's there's no sense of Dignities, no sense of values, ethos, nothing. There's just, it, it's it's a woke beta male population. Um, and we saw this like exemplified during the, the mandates and the, the pandemic there. And uh, or, uh, I, I mean, I got to see it firsthand how, how little um, courage anybody has. A lot of people that knew it was wrong and knew it was just crisis manipulation refused to speak out about it. Um, and they were, they, were, they were afraid. They, they bought into the fear mongering. Um, and uh, that that does have an effect on myself a young person watching the the older men that I would have previously looked up to completely crumple under pressure um, and uh, watching the police forces that I used to defend um, literally beating women beside me on the street in protests right um, peaceful protests so it's it, it certainly has an effect on you and uh, I mean, I grew up with with um, a my my father's great role model. Um, I actually was oh, I watched your stuff from quite a young age actually, and uh, you uh, had a pretty big impact on me in the Warrior Post Society. But uh, um, it's just that having those role models in your life where you can uh, see traditional masculinity uh, exemplified, um, and uh, I, I refuse to buy into our culture. All the kids my age are just hooked on the next. Uh, dopamine hit whether it's pornography or video games or um social media and all this stuff and it's just it's so pathetic and useless it's it's a, it's a pool of degeneracy that they're all swimming in um and i uh, i refuse to take part in it and i don't care whether that means i'm in the back of a cruiser every single week uh it's uh it's not uh it's not worth folding uh, over.
0: well let me offer you a little bit of encouragement thank you for all that that, that fantastic. It resonates. I'm just saying amen. I've got Ben over here just doing fist pumps uh, at all the stuff you're saying. He's cheering you on, and we're all big fans of what you're doing. But I wanted to offer a little bit of encouragement to you and rebuke to all the peers to your left and right who are allowing freedom to die in the public square while they lift no fingers about it. Uh, There are folks that uh, love liberty, and they love Jesus, and they love freedom, they love family, they love a sane universe where we can just have things as benign and obvious as male and female without abuse and without any of that stuff and all the names and all the phobias that they would uh, try to put on you. When someone stands with wisdom and with courageous boldness, people take notice of that, and you're going to get a lot of attackers, but you're also going to make uh, some deep friendships and good relationships. I, for one part, uh, I receive multiple resumes every single day. That's part of how I was thinking about it this morning, guys, uh, in the studio. Uh, that's part of how I know the economy is just really, really in bad shape, despite all the wind up artists, uh, artists spinning and be like, the is yeah. working. I'm like, man, I'm getting more no. resumes than ever Uh, Me and my family just had Chick-fil-A and it was 50 bucks. Uh, We had to put a bag of beef jerky back in a gas station because the bag of beef jerky in Virginia was $25. Bag of beef jerky. What? A a medium size, 25 bucks. I'm like, oh, things are tanking. I'm getting resumes all the time, and I read resumes far different now as an employer than when I was a younger kid trying to put together something that would lead me to this meteoric career path. Climb that ladder, earn, have a good position, and what now. Now, when I see a resume and I see a liberal arts degree, I'm always wondering, all right, are they Marxists? They're probably Marxist if they have a liberal arts degree, which means they're secretly rooting against my company. They'll work for us but they're rooting against us uh and so how I even look at a resume has really changed a lot they all start to look uh, look the same but all of a sudden Josh if I got your resume and you just listed of like been molt been arrested multiple times handing out Bibles on a square <laughs> expelled from university for standing up for women and not letting men use am like whoa holy cow bro what can I do with you how How can I get you in our fold? Bro, how can I support you? How can I get behind you? That's what immediately my heart is responding with. Even before interviewing you, I'm watching what you're doing. I'm a huge fan, and I think there are people everywhere that are going to benefit immensely from your courageous sacrifice. And I think the only way that we can safeguard freedom is, is that we are all willing to pay something personal for standing up for it. Uh, so I'm curious, what do you have plotted for the next season of life? Oh, uh, where, where are you going? Uh, now that I, in now that you have constructed what in my opinion is a fantastic resume, fantastic resume. I love your resume. And if you never complete high school, good. Those schools have nothing to teach a guy like you. Uh, You need to read books, and you need some good mentorship, and you need to uh, ally with other people that can help um, make sure that when you do sacrifice, it is uh, in a wise and courageous way. So I'm curious, what's next for you? And then the quick follow-up will be, how in the world can other people support you and wherever you're going?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, everything has changed so rapidly in the past uh, few months here. Um, I often don't know where i'm gonna be the next week um- ch- plans change left right and center but uh I mean at this point um w- my 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 house is up for sale uh both my parents have uh been placed under investigation and on leave from their work um for simply being my parents and uh um yeah, there's there's a whole new episode going on with that there but uh yeah they uh it's pretty chaotic lifestyle at this point. Um, I believe tomorrow, me, uh, Monty, and Nick, the, my crew from Safe Canada here, are going to be driving into the states, um, and hopefully meeting up with some people down there. But uh, I don't. I know. I honestly don't know where I'm going to go. I'm still 17, and uh, no, I have a grade ten education. So um, we'll 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 see where I go with that. But
0: you do not have a grade ten education. You have a far better education than most adults in this. I know what you're saying, uh, and and yeah, I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, bro, you got nothing to learn from those woke, idiotic institutions. If they expelled you, it's—yeah, be- Um, that's telling me all I need to know. So uh, anyway, I, you have been thrust into your career years now, and uh, you're going to learn a great amount in those next things. So sorry to cut you off, but I couldn't— stand for you to uh I, I i wanted to encourage you in that point
1: in all honesty um i don't even i don't know where we're going to take this uh it's it's obviously a a topic that resonates with a lot of people because um i mean i can go across the country here places i've never been in my whole life and uh i'll walk into a room full of people with a standing ovation people i didn't even know were seeing this kind of stuff right um and uh I mean I walk over to a school and uh, I mean in alberta the the arrest clip uh, where i uh was handing out Bibles outside of a school there it was a school of twenty two hundred kids um on the far like almost as far as you can get away from me I fly over there um and uh, there's already like before the protests would even start there's already students out on the lawn waiting to get bibles waiting to to talk to me and uh I mean that's certainly that's certainly a uh strong difference from what i'm seeing at my own school where not a single student will say anything and uh, at the end of the school year that just happened here we saw a big push from students all across the country Um, myself and i'm not sure if you're aware of billboard chris chris elson um, he's a uh, a father um, who basically set out uh, starting conversations all across uh, north america and uh, i got to do a uh, rally with him and we had Um, hundreds of people out on the streets in front of schools in Ottawa Um, and uh, so yeah it's it's certainly um, it's certainly been a big step in the culture war a lot of people more people have been involved in it Um, I never would have thought I would see Christians Muslims and Jews rallying for the same thing in the streets of Ottawa Um, but that's a pretty uh, powerful image right there Um, and uh, obviously um, it's 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 something that needs to end. People need to recognize what's actually happening to these kids um, and how, how vastly is messing up our, our next generation. They're, it's destroying them. And uh, it they're, it's either just docile kids that don't care or kids that are actually having their lives destroyed by it because they're buying into this uh, ideology. And uh, so, yeah, we're I'm, I'm certainly passionate about it, um, and I'm going to continue doing everything I can to bring awareness to it and to encourage other young people to stand up, not just on this issue, but on everything we're seeing um, across the the entire world right now. So we're going to use our platform as best we can, but it's, it's uh, certainly difficult to predict where we'll be.
0: You said culture war and culture war is exactly what it is. And right now there's a double barrel cannon pointed at our nation's kids. I bet 10 years ago in Canada, no one would have ever dreamed that you would be getting expelled and arrested for what you just got expelled and multiple arrests for. It's unthinkable 10 years ago and here it's happening in Canada. In the United States, it's unthinkable that those things will happen and yet we're already starting to see little clues that we're drifting that way, not little clues, very obvious, flagrant clues that that's coming. And America's Americans need to be put on notice and be ready, both the students who are going to be called to a greater level of courage than their age and their station in life should really merit and then the parents as well uh us folks that are older uh are shamed by the example of young men like you that are doing an awesome thing and so uh i, I just i'm recognizing that this war isn't going away it's here to stay and it is in america brimming and about to explode across. And so just hearing from your example, and I thank you for coming on, Josh. uh, I want everyone listening to be ready. It's going to cost you something personally. Get ready uh, so that when that moment comes to be brave and wise, that you don't shrink away from it, that you don't justify or explain it away and recognize all of us are going to have to stand up and fight in this culture war, if we would like to preserve a place for our kids to actually have some kind of freedom, uh, so that we can pursue life, liberty, uh, pursuit of happiness and all that is just seems like it's, it's, um, it is absolutely under attack and uh, looking to disappear. Josh, final thing, uh, where can we support you?
1: Um, yeah, I've got a, uh, we've got our website up at safe um, that's that way you can uh, buy our merch, and that uh, we've seen we've seen quite a bit of that all across the country now. It, it's still pretty neat watching uh, going across the country and seeing crowds wearing the same hat I was getting mocked for wearing at my uh, at my old high school, uh, where it was just one there's just one hat, um, and now it's all across the country. So that's spread pretty quick. So you can get those at SaveCanada.shop, um, and uh, honestly, the, the biggest thing that we could use right now is uh, prayer. We are uh, we're, we're we're in a uh, obviously a bit of a, a difficult struggle here, and uh, I mean, wisdom is the most important thing somebody can ask for, right? And uh, it, it's uh, it's not something that usually comes natural to a bunch of teenage guys. We still do make mistakes. Um, we, uh, we 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 <coughs> excuse me. We could use the uh, the prayer, and uh, beyond that, we've got several court cases going on. Um, I'm also trying to sue the uh, the superintendent at the school board where my uh, parents uh, were working until they were laid off by that superintendent. So uh, there's a uh, there is a donation page to the legal funds there, and that's at uh, libertycoalitioncanada.com. Um, and uh, yeah, we we uh, we're just. Hoping to uh, be able to um, encourage other people. And the most important thing anybody can do is talk about the issue and bring awareness to it um, and encourage young people to stand up and uh, do what's right. Fantastic. Thank you for that. We're
0: going to put those links down below. So if you guys listening in or watching in would be uh, inclined to help in the fight, if you can do nothing else, give money, uh, pray for Josh as you do this most important work. Thanks so much for coming on. You got my cell phone number, so hit me up. Anything I can do for you. I'm in your corner, brother. I'm cheering you on. Way to go.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: So the show is going on. We are moving on to our next segment of the q and Ambush section. This piece is extremely popular, and it's where off the cuff, I am answering all kinds of questions that are sent in from you guys, and I think it's become one of the best parts of the show. But if you're listening in on podcasts, it's not available to you You have to go to watch WPSN.com sign up. This is a great way for you to support us and see all of our other content. Watch WPSN.com. After you sign up there, you can download us wherever apps uh, are being distributed. And so you can get the right thing for your technology. So you guys listening. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you next time.